AI Tools for Creators, the podcast that dives deep into creativity aided by artificial intelligence and machine learning. Welcome to AI Tools for Creators. In this episode, music creation with AI. Beats in with code, lights flash so bright, Mike and Isabella, AI takes its flight. Digital dreams in a virtual space. Algorithms dance at a pulsing pace. Creativity flows like electric tide. With every tool, possibilities amplified. And welcome to the podcast. That podcast intro was sung and created <laughs> by AI, Isabella. What do we say to that? This sounded, this literally took me back probably around 20 years or so into um, post-communist Poland where we had disco polo music. You know, it's like, this is how the track sounded back in the day <laughs> when like, you know, the height of music industry in Poland at that time, shall I add, that that summed it up, kind of. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I understand you. So that was created completely with AI. And uh, we'll link the tool in the show notes to this episode. Whether you're watching the video, it'll be in the description uh, or in this episode show notes. You can use it and you can actually generate a bunch of tracks for free on there. And yes, it generates the music. It sings the lyrics. And also, if you want it to, it can use ChatGPT to make the lyrics so you don't even need to do any work yourself. And may I add, they've just added the ability to choose your genre of music as well. So this service is actually, it's created by Suno, Suno.ai, and uh, it's the ability to chirp. So much like Midjourney for art and image creation, you can actually use this service to chirp your own song inside Discord. Okay. I, I, yeah, that music, let's just say it wasn't memorable. It wasn't... Incredible. Sounded like, you know, somebody was, I don't know, dragged over an asphalt. <laughs> I've got some other samples from Suno that I created. Now, albeit that that intro you heard at the start of this episode, that was created using their latest model. They've upgraded it a bit so you can choose music genre and things like that. But previously, uh, the music production was a little lower quality, but this is something that you might quite like, and let's see whether you like it or not. Probably not. Woke up this morning in the digital age, Mike and Isabella got a message to engage for all the creators in the vast online sea. A tool for creators is where you want to be. AI lighting up the way. Creators, come join the play. Mike and Isabella lead the parade. A tool for creators, don't let the chance fade. <laughs> that was much there better. There you go. So that's another sample. That's not bad. So that's rap, and obviously the one at the start was like a, a, a retro 80s dance it's music. The one at the start was Disco Polo. Let's call it what it is. <laughs> but but that, that, that rap wasn't bad, and I guess it's easier to create rap because it, like you don't have to worry about auto-tuning so much, and therefore it can sound more natural, right? Whereas with another song where you are trying to hit specific notes at a specific time, you are stretching the vocals right, left, and center. With rap, it's easier because you it's like a spoken word, but kind of to a certain rhythm. So it's not quite the same as a song, like a full song, right? Indeed, you're right. So rap is easiest. And I noticed when I was using the earlier model, uh, I couldn't choose the genre of music and it was choosing rap most of the time. But here's one more sample. Woke up this morning in the digital age. Mike and Isabella got a to engage. For all the creators in the vast online scene, AI 
creators is where you wanna be. AI, lighting up the way creators come join the play. Mike and Isabella lead the parade. And I choose the creators. Don't let the chance fade. I love the fact it did a mini shout at the end. AI tools for creators. That was super cool. So it's getting creative. It's it's quite cool. It it genuinely is quite cool. And I think it's it's somehow a scary space for for you know people who are naturally gifted when it comes to music. You know, we work with quite a lot of people who are naturally gifted. And I don't know, I would be somehow concerned about that, right? It's like what you know, it obviously is going to get better. This is the MVP. This is, you know, not quite yet what it can be, but it's kind of showing you the edge of its potential, right? So it is going to get a lot better. And therefore, like, what's going to be the benefit of using humans? And are we going to start resorting to create popular music that we hear on radio and we will no longer know? Is this human? Is it AI? That's it. I mean, it's uh, scary and spooky time. So I want to go kind of a little deeper in this episode with you, Isabella, into the concerns and criticisms of AI. Will it ever match human ability and the future of the music industry? I mean, uh, in previous episodes, uh, we had a nice break and we looked at video and thumbnails and YouTube things. The episode before that, episode three of the show, if you haven't listened, is all about AI versus the voice industry. But it seems like AI is taking on every creative industry at the moment even as far as infiltrating the Grammys, Isabella. And as as people probably well know by now, unless you've been living under a rock, uh, an AI-generated Drake and The Weeknd song called Heart on My Sleeve was actually submitted to the Grammys, but apparently it became not eligible uh, due to the rules. So do you want to go in further and tell you a little more yeah, detail? Definitely. The AI component in the song affects voice qualities like tone and pitch to emulate Drake in the Weekend, but was not actually Drake in the Weekend. By the way, I'm not going to play that on this podcast because there might be a copyright strike because uh, I'm sure that that song is tagged now. Uh, but instrument and lyrics were created by a human, which is why they believe it's not a totally AI generated song and was eligible for a Grammy. Uh, the Recording Academy CEO apparently clarified that the song is eligible from a creative standpoint because it was written by a human, uh, but was unlikely to be nominated. Uh, So while it was submitted for consideration, it doesn't meet the criteria as it's not performed by the actual artists and does not qualify for the performance-related categories. So is that the song that they... um, Did the Michael Jackson lyrics on it? Or is it a different one? Because The Weeknd has also... No, that's a completely different original oh, song. I get it. Uh, okay, that was so because so, the uh, the weekend has been kind of f- fully honoured with AI, and I remember this thing of um, the song "I Feel Coming," but sang with Michael Jackson instead of the weekend, and it just sounded insane, right? It's like it was quite a quite a hit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was uh, the thing that Isabella's referring to there is a YouTube short. And actually, uh, I think it was some months ago I came across that and played that to you first, Isabella. And uh, that wasn't actually done by The weekend. And again, this is where ethics and cloning and getting a permission of the artist come into play. So this was somebody using an AI tool to take a music track by The weekend and undoubtedly split out the stems so you get just the vocals, run it into an AI tool that can change the style of singing from The weekend to Michael Jackson. And someone then put those stems back together, 
And by the way, you can isolate stems easily. Obviously, on my, my YouTube channel, I've covered tools like Isotope RX, been around for years and years. Uh, there's modern companies like lalal.ai that split out stems quite well. And then people are running them through a tool and coming out with even though he's not alive anymore, Michael Jackson singing in the style of The weekend It really is quite mind-blowing, uh, the stuff that can be done. So you can take an original song, split out the stems, take the vocals, run it through this tool and get out like a completely different style of singer doing that music. And there was also a thing of Ariana Grande seemingly singing a whole song in Punjabi or whatever the, the language was. And it's, But what, what I guess gets really confusing to the end viewer. So like all of those things become viral on TikTok or, you know, Instagram Reels or whatever, right? And and when you are listening to it as the end user, actually quite often it's hard to distinguish what's real and what's not. And I guess that this is where the most, uh, the, the biggest ethical concern is. It's like, how do we distinguish between what's real, what's not? And what rules should we have in place so that those original artists are protected and so that somebody doesn't just, you know, benefit financially from somebody else's work? Because that's ultimately what it is. It's still a well-known vocal from somebody else, right? So where do we stand with all of that? Absolutely. And it goes back exactly to what we were saying previously about voice talent. You know, who owns the voice of that talent? Funny you should mention Ariana Grande, because I was playing with one of the tools that I'm sure a lot of those cloners are using to make in the style of songs. Um, Unfortunately, I couldn't get it to sing, but I did type in a few lyrics and there is an Ariana Grande model. So she said, With Mike and Isabella in that moonlight glow, AI tools for creators. Watch us steal the show. <laughs> and then I also did. Uh, I ran SpongeBob SquarePants through doing a happy ditty again. He didn't sing, but he did say, Flipping AI tools under the sea with Mike and Isabella, as bubbly as can be. <laughs> and I also thought, just, just for fun, for giggles, I would try the Michael Jackson clone. I'm interested in your opinion on this, Isabella. Mike and Isabella groove. AI tools making creators move. <laughs> now... What I've found with this tool is that if you type in text, it will speak the text, but you can also pop in audio files and video files. And if those tracks are sung, or if you put an acapella in there, it will convert the acapella to be that person. So if I got an acapella, say of one of our singers, a music radio creative singing a jingle, and then I threw it into that tool, Voiceify, and I said, let's use the Michael Jackson model, it would undoubtedly throw out a... A model. I just wanted to do one summary and I guess encourage conversation in, in the comments. Um, whether you are using, whether you are watching us on YouTube or listening, um, do let us know your thoughts on ethical side of things of that kind of generation of music using popular voices. You know, like where do you think? this should go. Should this be allowed? Should it be regulated? If so, how should it be regulated? In fact, I think quite a lot of musicians are calling for a widespread regulation of AI in the industry. And, you know, th there are talks of like, well, hang on, if you don't regulate it, w we we are out of jobs. You know, it's like there won't be any, any need for us. But then there is also a question of like, could AI come up with unique vocals 
that you know haven't been heard before and become well known because of that because at the moment all the success stories we hear are based on already existing well-known voice right so this is different but could ai come up with something completely unique that never existed before and create a hot hit song that you know is played on radio that is generally like well liked you know and so on so I think that there are two sides to this coin and I think that there is a lot of that story still to be told but I am interested to know what you think about it and do you think that it should be allowed should we regulate it and so on well, Isabella, actually, I can say, actually, I'm, I'm pulling this from, from various news sources, as you mentioned, about creating a unique, a complete unique musical entity that is 100% AI and not a clone of an original artist's human voice. Uh, Warner Music, actually, in the last few weeks, signed their first ever record deal with a virtual pop star uh, in what is potentially a seismic moment, it's described as in... Um, and it's just the first article I got, the Daily Mail, uh, here in the UK. Uh, Nunori was created in 2018 uh, and uh, has been creating virtual songs and hit videos and things like that. Um, but yes, apparently Nunori has been signed by a music label. So what does that mean for the future of music, that a virtual 100% computer-generated star has been signed to a bricks-and-mortar music label? Do you know, the future of uh, artists is going to be, instead of you performing, you are going to create a digital version of performance and you are going to sell it as if it was you, right? So I think that this is just the beginning of that. But say, if you have a really good musical knowledge, now that alone will no longer be enough. You will have to also have really deep programming knowledge. And like, you know, the, the AI whatever it's called, like the, you know, deep learning machines, I guess. So you will need to have a really good understanding of that, a really good understanding of music, and try to combine the two together to create something unique that could be bought out by a record label, right? Or there will be partnerships where it's like, well, I've got this awesome musical skill. Well, I've got this awesome AI deep learning machine knowledge. Ooh, let's talk together. You know, this is where it's coming, I think. Absolutely. And at this stage, Isabella, I think we should get the opinion of an expert. Let me say an AI expert in this episode. And I want to dis disclaim this and everything else in this podcast. Everything musical and audio generated, apart from my voice and Isabella's voice, I can guarantee you, uh, is AI generated. We're not AI generated, but everything else on this show is AI generated and it's fake and it's just for love. So don't take anything that I'm playing seriously. But I used another tool called Memento AI to chat with Billie Eilish to get her opinion on AI in the music industry. Now, obviously, these are not Billie Eilish's real views. This was 100% AI generated. But I just invited her, the AI version of her, onto the podcast and said, Hey, Billie, welcome to the AI Tools for Creators podcast. What are your thoughts on concerns that AI might dilute the human touch and creativity in the music industry? Well, as an artist, I love that I can help bring more people into music. But yeah, there's a fear of losing that personal touch if there's something so cool about human flaws and everything, and that includes music. So it's important to strike a balance, use AI, but don't forget the human element. That's how I see it. Thanks, Billy. And how would you feel if AI was able to perfectly clone your voice for singing purposes? Mm, that'd be pretty weird. Not going to lie. But as long as 
it's not pretending to be me. And it's clearly labeled as AI. I guess I could live with it. I just think it's important that there's transparency with listeners and, hey, no, I, um, I can capture my soul and the emotions in my songs. That's uniquely human stuff, you know? Grateful for you coming on the show, Billy. Big shout out to Mike and Isabella. Thanks for having me on the AI Tools for Creators podcast. Really enjoyed our conversation. You guys rock. That conversation was 100% fake and AI generated. You're so British about this. You know, if this was just me, I would be like, hey, Billie Eilish has jumped on our show. God, Mike, switch off your Britishness, for goodness sake. It's too much. Fake Gary V, generated by AI, also gave us a shout recently. Huge shout out to Mike and Isabella, crushing it with the AI tools for Creators Podcast. I love this. Seriously. Like, seriously, Mike, please stop telling people it's a fake. It sounds so good. I really would love to say, hey, our friend Gary just, you know, tuned in to our show. By the way, you know, big fans, thanks so much. Now, you know, there are so many tools that we're flooding you with in this episode. We're definitely going to link them all up in the notes if you want to play with them yourself. Many of them are free or at least free to get started with. So we've covered a lot so far already. We've spoken about AI music generation completely from scratch, including the lyrics and music style using Suno.ai. We've also covered Grammy eligibility and, of course, that Drake versus The Weeknd song that had a bit of human input in terms of instrument style and direction, but the voices were AI generated. We've also looked into things like AI clones of voices from SpongeBob SquarePants to Michael Jackson to Ariana Grande and also chatting to fake AI Billie Eilish. Oh, no, it was real Gary V. Stop this. Please don't ruin my... I'm sure Gary is a fan of the show. I'm sure he is. But as, as the final thing in this episode, and I do think we're going to need to do a part two, we understand that there are legal and ethical considerations. And what is the future when virtual stars are already getting signed to traditional labels? We'd love to know your thoughts in the comments to this episode. And would you like a part two on this? But I'd like to round it off, Isabella, with something very practical. And that is there are generators out there from Google and Meta and also OpenAI that are generating music as well. Before we get into Google Music LM, uh, which is a big one, and Meta's Music Gen, I did actually want to play you something that was generated actually not even recently, a few years ago, uh, by OpenAI's Jukebox. And this is going to blow your mind. So I'm bringing it in now. We can hear old Blue Eyes, although it's fake old Blue Eyes, singing a Christmas song generated, again, completely by AI. It's Christmas time and you know what that means. Oh, what does that mean, Frank? Oh, touch of time. As I like the tree. That is my kind of Christmas, hot tub time, right? Isabella, I'm sure that's your kind of it Christmas. Is. That was that was generated by AI, trained on Frank Sinatra. Do, do you know something really important came to mind as you were playing that, right? As as human beings, uh, once in a generation, I think we are gifted with incredible people. People who have, you know, the the ikigai, the the kind of that that thing that essence that just captures the the whole generation that they exist in right and it's like those are people we all remember and love and can't get enough of right but then as with everything you know it's it's time to move on there you know they they disappear they obviously they die and and we move on but we would love more of them and isn't that amazing that ai can bring them back to life that in a way it can bring back 
those, you know, unique stars, those really once in a trillion. And isn't that amazing that we could potentially have a little bit more of that and we could maybe, you know, you can encapsulate that uniqueness and, and in some way, you know, make humans happy once again. And I think that as long as that is, I think that's the key, as long as we do this to make humans better, to make humans happy, to bring some, you know, pure joy, then I think that that's okay. But the problem is we are humans, so we're going to try and monetize it. And this is where it becomes dark. <laughs> That's an almost positive note to uh, round off the show in. I just wanted to play a few music samples as we close this out, generated by Facebook's Music Gen. So this is a track I created with a music prompt called Neon Streets. It could easily work as a piece of stock music in the background. So this is Meta's Music Gen. I also put the same prompt into Google's Music LM, which gave me something totally different. But again awesome and very usable so we're already at a stage with ai where royalty free music is kind of getting replaced because you can use a prompt and you can get very different styles so that is one kind of disco dance track but we can also go for cyberpunk dreams this is a bit weird and strange and then this is google's music lm we can look at what meta's music gen did with that We could go for something completely different like Do It Dawn, Do It Dawn, which is my AI track generated by Meta's Music Gen. It's quite zen. It's Zelda. Yeah, it's Zelda. And Google had a different take on that with their Music LM. these tools are available. Music LM, I believe, is still in, you have to apply for it, beta access. But uh, Facebook's Music Gen is available right now on Hugging Face. There is a space there you can go and prompt it and experiment with it. So it's exciting times. Um, I just want to leave you positive that humans can still direct the AI to make the creations we want. And before we close out the show, Isabella, remember this. Beats sync with cold. Lights flash so bright, Mike and Isabella, AI takes its flight. Digital dreams in a virtual space, algorithms dance at a pulsing pace. Creativity flows like electric tide, with every tool, possibilities amplified. And with that, Isabella, close us out and say goodbye. I'm genuinely speechless. I'm just so disappointed it wasn't Gary V singing. I, I I don't think I can overcome the you know the disappointment at this stage. Do you know what? If we combine those tools, if we use Voiceify and Suno together, I reckon we could maybe for part two of AI tools for creators, music industry versus AI. Uh, I, I reckon if you give me a, a few weeks to work on that one, uh, we could probably do something with that. Uh, let us know in the comments whether you'd like to hear it. Alternatively, if you know Gary V personally, and if you could make him sing, I'm sure he would do a far better job than AI would at that. So there you go. <laughs> there is a challenge. Okay, Isabella, <laughs> over to you to close out the episode with like and subscribe and comment and all that, that good stuff that you usually do. Like and subscribe, please. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. AI tools for creators, where technology and creativity merge. merge. 
It's like having a creative partner that never sleeps. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts.